Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting live and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, and tonight we continue our series with the theme called Rise, where we are called and encouraged to no longer dwell and focus in on that which we don't have, but be thankful and grateful for that which we do have. And so tonight, uh, we are going to continue in this journey. This is week number three of Rise, and uh, the last couple weeks we've looked at leveling up, owning it, uh, continuing to press into the reality of, of being that which God has called us to be, but also being thankful and grateful uh, for that which we do have in the process of things. It is the Lord that allows us and enables us and equips us in the first place to be able to have the different blessings that we do have. And I think, my friends, uh, we need to continue to press in to that thankfulness and attitude of gratitude, even in the midst of times where we aren't feeling it. Uh, We feel exhausted sometimes. We feel down and out. And tonight, I think it's important to remember uh, to... Stay plugged into God's world, God's reality for each and every one of us. Let's talk about shame for a few moments. This whole idea of shame. Have you ever been down that road, down that journey of feeling just completely defeated in life? Uh, Maybe there was a time, maybe there was a stretch, maybe there was a situation where you just kind of felt like, man, um, I'm not making it. It's, It's just not happening. Nothing is working whatsoever. Uh, whatever I engage with, whatever I do, uh, it's just exhausting. And and tonight you might you might be feeling that way for whatever reason. Maybe you've encountered a, a a time period in your life where you're going through a season where it's just rocky and and horrible and and hard and frustrating. You're not alone. You know there are times in in, in life where I kind of wonder what's the point. Why am I involved with this? Why am I doing this? And then you stumble and fumble along and you're like, geez, Lord, what's going on with this? Here to say that there's hope. Here to say that there's encouragement. And I want to make sure that we point back and give credit where it's due, that we continue to lean into the Lord for our support and our identity. And that's what I think it means to rise. That's what, I'm, that's what it, I think it means to focus on that which we do have and be thankful and grateful for it instead of being frustrated by that which we don't have. And so tonight, I want to make sure that we are walking down that road of no longer allowing shame to be our definition, no longer allowing shame to be our continual ongoing focus, but understanding that we are made for so much more. And in order to uh, press into that, the voices of shame and ongoing perpetual guilt need to fall by the wayside. So my friends, welcome to this broadcast. Fact of the matter is, is we all struggle at different points. And you may struggle with different things than I do. 
But I think it's important to be grateful and thankful that even in the midst of that, we do have this thing called grace. We do have this thing called truth and agape, mercy, and all of God's qualities that are working on our behalf. That's so cool to think about. So with that being said, let's pray, let's dive in. If you feel like sharing this broadcast in any way, shape, or form, please feel free to do so over on the social media side of things. I know some of you are watching over on Facebook land. Uh, Please feel free to share this. Please feel free to pass this along if you think it, it may be beneficial for those that are within your sphere of influence. But tonight we're looking at shame. We're conquering it. We're focusing on the difference between shame and guilt. And again, making sure that our perspective, our perception is not formulated under the voices of shame, but that our perception, our reality, our our spiritual condition is truly shaped by heaven's perspective of us. Let's pray together. God, tonight I pray that we would not listen to the voices of guilt and ongoing shame and perpetual uh, frustration even in times and seasons where it it feels like that that's what we have to be plugged into. God, I pray tonight that uh, we would rise above that and that uh, we would speak and proclaim your truth and love um, in a way, Lord, that is that is honoring that is honoring you. I thank you for those that are watching, those that are listening tonight, those that are part of this broadcast, those that are part of this family. Lord, as we read your word, as we dive into scripture, I just simply ask and pray, Lord, that it would be uh, something that uh, that lights up, that illuminates every single area of our lives. And may you get all the glory for it. Thank you for those that are watching. Thank you for those that will listen or are listening. And may you get all the glory, God. Thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So tonight, my friends, we're, we are in the book of Romans. And we're going to read uh, starting in chapter 7, verse 13, and moving forward from there. So are you ready? Get plugged in? Here we go. This is Romans chapter 7, starting at verse 13, and it reads as follows. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through through what is good in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure, exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good that I want. But the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Verse 21. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close 
at hand. For I delight in the law, in all in, in my inner being. But I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. O wretched man that I am! Who will save me? Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind. But with my flesh I serve the law of sin. There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. This is the reading of the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Some thoughts as it relates to this passage and rising from shame. And again, if you feel like uh, this might be applicable applicable uh, to those in your sphere, please feel free to share this. I don't want to um, badger that or, or waste it. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that need to hear uh, this whole balance of shame and guilt and and what's it all mean? And I, I think we need to rise from shame. I think we need to rise from this ongoing perpetual guilt that we love to place over our lives. And man, I, I, I wish I could tell you that we could work at it and and find our way out of it in our own accord. But the the simple the simple reality is we can't. passage talks about um, how we don't have the ability to carry it out. Look at verse 18. For I have the desire, I have the desire to do what is right, but I, I cannot carry it out. I don't have the ability to carry it out. And this has been a theme that's been permeating deep within uh, the sphere of of my soul or within within my world. My friends, I don't know why I've tried to work at growth in Jesus' name, but I can't. I can't work at salvation, so why would I think in my own mind that I can somehow work at sanctification? Now before we cause a a weird argument between some sort of theological debate between Calvinism, Arminianism, and if you don't know what those isms mean, don't worry about it. But what I really want to get at is, okay, we can't work at it, but we can certainly respond to it, right? We can respond to God's love. We can respond to the sacrifice that was made. And I think ultimately that is uh, our opportunity Not to be viewed, again, as an obligation, but this opportunity that says, I can walk in God's love. I can grow in God's love. And the reason I can grow in God's love in the first place is not because of any sort of work that I do. Again, I don't have the ability to carry it out. But man, God gives me the ability to respond to it. Right? In fact, this passage goes on to declare and talk about Uh, For I do not understand my own actions, because the actions component comes back to this whole idea of this, this law of sin, this law of death that promotes it. 
I mean, in my right mind, in my spiritual mind, I want to do everything to please the Lord. But at the same time, deep down, I've got this, I got this thing that's happening on the inside of me that says I can't do it. I've tried to do it, and I can't do it. I wonder how many of us, if we were honest, how many of us tried to do it? Tried to grow from it. Tried to earn God's favor. Tried to somehow come off as though we are super spiritual in nature. And the reality is, I'm just Jay, and you're just you. We have our mess. We have our struggles. It's no longer I that can do it, and neither can you. Again, verse 20, Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. That being said, too, we cannot play the blame game. And I know many times in our lives we will love to point things out and say, well, if life was just a little bit different, well, you know what, if I had it this way, or if I had the chance to respond uh, in in this manner, or if my circumstances were lined up differently, you know, we're almost throwing we're we're all, almost throwing the chance to respond to the gospel. We're throwing that that op- opportunity towards blaming our circumstances and focusing in on again that which we don't have. But what we do have is opportunity. And so the law, the Old Testament law, was given to us to truly identify how unrighteous we are without God's help, without God making a way. And the law is only really one step in the process, right? Or as our Canadian friends, the law is really only one step in the process, eh? (laughs) It truly is. It, it's it's a quick indicator. It's a quick uh, barometer to show us that, man, I'm separated. And it comes back to this verse in verse 24 of Romans 7, O wretched man that I am. Now the cool thing with this verse is I believe that it's given there not so that we Walk around, walk around with this ongoing spirit of shame, but that it would point us to our need, and would point us to our guilt, and so that the guilt that dwells within would not be something that says, "Well, man, I'm a horrible, awful uh, person." When God made me, He made junk. No, that's not the case. That's not what we're getting at here. What we're saying, what we're talking about, what this passage is indicating is, oh, wretched man that I am, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, i failed, i failed, i failed. And there's only one way to respond, and that's the response, not in my own being, that not, uh, not responding in my own flesh, in my own way, but it's carrying forward by saying, I need to respond God's way and embrace Jesus into my heart and into my life so that he can deliver me from this body of death. So that he can grow me up in the faith. So that he can mature me in the ways that are holy and right and honoring of him. Oh, wretched man that I am, that's not a spirit of shame. Oh, wretched man that I am, that's a spirit of guilt that says, 
I am needy and I need that need to point back to Jesus. Because if we were to walk around in shame and ongoing guilt, then where would the truth of verse eight, uh, chapter 8 be? Verse 1. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. My friends, do you believe that tonight? If you've embraced, if you've walked in, if you've uh, made that choice, I hate using that phraseology, but if you've embraced the response of God that says, Jesus, come in, then you don't have to walk around in shame anymore. Because it's God who's growing you up. It's God that's transforming you. It's God who is giving your life meaning and purpose. And that, my friends, is worth it. You don't have to have part of yourself serving God this way and then part of yourself serving the law of sin and death that way. You've been set free by the blood of Jesus. That's where we need to delight in the laws of God. Shame is just a horrible pity party. The spirit of shame says, you know what? I'm horrible. I'm awful. What God made is junk. I need to live in fear. I need to be parked under that reality. That's what the spirit of shame says. But what God says is he doesn't make junk. He doesn't make garbage. He's not about a failed investment. And you are worth it. So rise up. Rise up from that ongoing guilt, that perpetual guilt, that shame that says, I'm not worth it. God loves you, and there are times in life where he doesn't like some of the things that we do. I'm a dirty, rotten sinner that's needy. good news tonight is each and every one of us is the same way. We're stuck without God, but with him, we become everything. Todd's pointing out on the discussion board over on Facebook Live and the focus on the cross and the negative stuff will go strangely dim. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Instead of focusing again, rise above. Instead of focusing on that which we don't have. Maybe it's time to focus on the things and the opportunities that we have right in front of us. Now, my friends, is tonight's untorn. Who's going to deliver us? We don't have the ability to carry it out. We may have the desire to do Uh, what is right, but we don't have the ability in our own strength to carry it out. We can only lean lean into Jesus. Oh, and by the way, I've shared this several times on this podcast, this broadcast, and I'll share it again. You're made for more, absolutely. But pity and ongoing perpetual shame, pity and shame 
are just a really twisted form of pride that is disguised as humility. That's what pity says of itself. It says it's humble, but that's that's deceptive. That is simply not true. It's just a jacked up, messed up form of pride. So you may have the desire and their 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 and you may have the drive, but we don't have the ability to carry it out. So who's gonna deliver us? A wretched man that I am. It's Jesus that delivers. And because of this, so then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I, I serve the law of sin. There's this wrestling that happens that takes place. And because of this, chapter 8, verse 1 declares, There is therefore now no condemnation. None. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And again, my friends, that's tonight's I'm Torn. I want to thank you for being part of this broadcast. Thank you for being part of this podcast. We continue in our series called Rise, I believe, for one more week. Uh, for this month, and then we're going to be moving on to another theme uh, coming up in April. But again, thank you for allowing us to be part of this broadcast and be part of of your week. Um, real quick, before we uh, wrap things up on the audio side, if you're interested in having Infusion come out, come come fall, we're starting to open our books a little bit. Um, we would be interested in talking to you about a fall retreat. If you would like that, please feel free to contact us. Uh, contact our office, and the address is info info at infusion, I-N-F-U-Z-I-O-N dot org. We would love to come your way. We would love to participate and be involved with a fall retreat for you uh, as our books are starting to open up for the fall. So, my friends, thanks for tuning in. You've been part of the Untorn Broadcast, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. From Studio 14B, I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time right here on untorn.net. Presents an evening with the progressive box. Old moon, yeah.
That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.